and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Amen, everybody. This is Brother Frank with The Remnant Call and back with another episode. Um, Listen, if you didn't catch last week's – I know I always talk about the last episodes, but I mean telling you seriously. Brother Benjamin is on tipping point. I feel now we have – we were at the tipping point, and what just took place, and we're going to talk about it tonight, uh, and we're going to look at it and see if it could actually be something we've actually done too. And maybe didn't realize it, but what just took place, I believe we have now tipped over that tipping point with the legalization of abortion all the way up to the birth. It is the most disgusting and vile thing. It's just – it's horrible. I don't even know how to explain it. We're going to discuss that tonight. If you didn't hear last week's episode, go back and check it out on Tipping Point. This is the time. This – we have moved into a new era. It's time for us to pray because, folks, we need to talk about this. We need to look inside. This is important. Let's pray. Father, in Yeshua's mighty and powerful name, I ask that tonight that what we're about to talk about will – Cause us to look deeply within ourselves to who are we? Who are we truly in Jesus? Who are we in Yeshua? What does it mean to be a believer? What are we doing as believers? And and is it possible that what we're seeing now, we may inadvertently be guilty of some of the exact same things? Lord, help us as we look into this episode. It is very very important. Thank you, Father. I ask it in Yeshua's powerful name. Amen. Leviticus chapter 18, if you've got your Bibles, turn there with me. Leviticus chapter 18, starting down in verse 21. Leviticus 18, verse 21. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God, I am the Lord. Now, we understand what Moloch worship is, many of us. But if you don't, let me just tell you about Moloch. He was the God in, uh, that talked about in the Bible, forbidden, that was worshipped in ancient times, also known as Baal, or Baal as some people say, in different cultures. But the as it says that Moloch was created in a bronze statue heated with fire to which they would put their victims, including many times small babies, sacrificing them unto Moloch or Baal so that their sacrifices would in turn be granted prosperity into their lives. Moloch was the god of prosperity. He was the god that was giving blessings to their lives that they would prosper. 
The thing that bothers me today is that this abortion law that has just been passed by New York, and we're going to talk about that tonight, I believe are the exact same sacrifices unto the god Moloch because these babies are impeding on our actual prosperity. They are hindering them. They are hurting us. And therefore, people are sacrificing unto it. Now, what's interesting in, in Leviticus 18 is this Moloch practice, this, this practice that God is absolutely forbidding, okay? It continues on. There are some things that actually go right along with it if you just lead, read down just a little bit farther past this. Because it says right before – actually, if you start right before that, it says, Moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife. To defile thyself with her. Then it goes in and says, Thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Moloch, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as they do with womankind. It is an abomination. Do you see what's going on here? Sexual sins, homosexuality, and Moloch worship are all tied together, and God says, Stay away from it. Stay away from this practice. Two things Jesus said before his return. He said it will be as in the days of Noah, and it will be as in the days of Lot. And I'm telling you, the days of Lot are upon us because we are now so deeply involved in this homosexual, uh, absolute witchcraft because it's spellbinding on the young today. And this abortion now, which the governor of New York thought it was okay to initiate a death squad against new and unborn babies. Because, see, now they can actually do it all the way up till the child is born. Right before its birth, you can decide. No questions asked. No excuse needed. Whatever you want, you can now have an abortion. It doesn't matter. And the people that were signing it, did you see the looks on their faces? As they add absolute joy and excitement, knowing that they are now terminating the lives of innocent children. Oh, folks, when you look at what it says in the Bible in Matthew 25, when he talks about what you've done unto the least of these, unto the least of these, my brethren, you have done also unto me. That's Jesus taught, says, the least of these. I'm telling you, the least of these, the unborn baby, those who cannot provide for themselves, that's what it's talking about. Those who cannot take the downtrodden, these innocent children that cannot provide for themselves, they can't feed themselves, they can't do these things, they have to be supplied. And Jesus says, those who don't take care of them, well, you know what happens to them. They end up in the lake of fire. And now the least of these are being sacrificed unto the god Moloch. And I look at this governor, and, and then they took the New World Trade Center. The, I, I forget the exact name of it now. They replaced it. And they lit the top of it up in pink to represent what's going on. And it just fits this whole pink brigade, this women's Nazi movement, and this homosexual movement that's going on in this world today, and they lit it up with glee knowing that death has now come to New York State in its rawest, unadulterated form. Folks, I am against any form of abortion. I believe life 
starts at conception. I believe that with all my heart. We lost a child to a miscarriage in 2011. It was devastating on us. And I find it so interesting. I find it so interesting that the cause, when, they, when someone dies, when you know that a person is dead, is when the heartbeat stops. So my question is, why is it not alive if it's beating? Now, I believe it starts before that, but just simple logic goes in here for these people. You are now legally allowed to commit murder right to win a full – could you imagine someone pulling your child out right five minutes before it's born and jamming scissors in their head and sucking their brains out? Can you imagine that? kind of a disgusting world do we live in? And God says in Leviticus, he says, this stuff, it's confusion. Neither shalt thou, he says, lie down with any beast and defile thyself wherewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast and lie. Folks, you know bestiology is on the rise. It is now common that people are having sex with animals. We have unhindered homosexuality, unhindered abortion. Now we have Sex with animals and pedophilia being legalized is around the corner. Look what's already happening in Canada. Look what's happening in other places. Look at the North American Man-Boy Love Association. We have passed the tipping point in the United States of America, and judgment shall fall upon this country. If you didn't remember, and I don't care, I know some people get upset. I don't think Revelation 18 is about the United States of America. That's fine. No problem. Just please do me a favor from right now. Turn the program off, okay? Just shut it off. Don't get yourself all messed up. Go ahead and turn it off, and you don't need to listen anymore. Because I, I do believe that the Lord is talking about this. Let me just put a little bit of a reminder in here revelation 18 sorrow how much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously it means luxuriously so much torment and sorrow give her for she saith in our heart i sit as a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow do you see the thing she lived deliciously this is about a place that lived with the ultimate prosperity oh yes this ultimate prosperity but instead of their prosperity coming from God, now it is coming in their eyes from Moloch as they sacrifice their children. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall utterly be burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her, and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more she shall be judged america you have broken the camel's back this is disgusting it's gross it's sick and it's what's going on in the united states but unfortunately and, and this is what drives me crazy it's not just in the u.s that this is happening 
only in this, as the, among the heathen or among the world. And l- let, me, let me just, before I go any farther, okay, let me just say one thing. If you've had an abortion, let me tell you right now, God can forgive. I used to believe in abortion. I used to think that was good stuff. I was wrong. I repent. And I know God forgives. Because I learned the truth when I turned my life over to the Lord. That life is precious. And it means something. But because I am against it now, does not make me a hypocrite because I once was for it. I didn't understand the truth because I was living a life of prosperity and drugs and alcohol and everything else that, and adultery that I was completely engrossed in. And if, a, if it was a baby that got in my way, then fine. Abortion was okay. But when a God showed me the truth and I saw the preciousness of my own children being born, I understood finally what it meant when Jesus came to bring life and not death. You know, it's interesting. We, Brother Demetri Dudeman, we've had a few programs about some of his prophecies. And, and, and folks, I, I believe Brother Dudeman was an actual a messenger to the United States because what he talked about, pointed us back to the Word of God, and you see it there, and it's about repenting and the things that are going wrong. I, I, and, I, and I see this, but it, it's something that, you know, you look in, in, his, in his prophecy of 1984, and I wanted to just read something here to you. Then he took me back home to the rock where he, we had begun. In one day it will burn. All of this I have shown you, I said. How will it burn? That's what Demetrius said. He said, remember what I am telling you. Because you will go on television, on radio, and in churches, which he did. You must yell with a loud voice. Do not be afraid because I will be with you. I said, how will I be able to go? Who knows me here in America? I don't know anybody here. He said, don't worry yourself. I will go before you. I will do a lot of healing in America and the churches, and I will open the doors for you. But do not say anything else besides what I tell you. This country will burn. I said, what will you do with the church? He said, I want to save the church, but the churches have forsaken me. I said, how they forsake you? He said, the people praise themselves. The honor that the people are supposed to give to Jesus Christ, they take upon themselves. In the churches, there are divorces. There is adultery in the churches. There's homosexuality in the churches. There's abortion in the churches and all other sins that are possible. And I look at this, and it is so true today. That here Demetri was calling it out as it was, and now we've taken all these things he talked about, divorce, uh, adultery, homosexuality, abortion, and we've elevated it to a level unprecedented. And it's not just in the world, it's in the actual church. I've been in church, and listen, to women say, it's okay. You can, you, listen, I, it's a woman's choice, and I'm telling you, it's not a woman's choice. It's God's choice. It's God's choice. And he chooses life. He chooses life. It's in the churches. 
And we look at these people and we say, that, oh my, that's hard. I can see, yes, Brother Frank, they are. They're sacrificing their, their children to Moloch because these babies are hindering their prosperity. And so instead of having their prosperity hindered and being an adult and raising the child, and well, if you messed up, you deal with the consequences and you raise it anyways, they say, no, 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 don't, no, no, we're not going to do that. No, we're going to just get rid of it so that our prosperity shall continue to move forward. And the disgusting thing about it is all these people that support Planned Parenthood, an organization that was started to get rid of black babies. It's disgusting. Through eugenics, it's the most hideous form of racism that organization was, and yet people completely support it. It's disgusting. And if you are a a, a African American, a black person right now, and you support Planned Parenthood. You are supporting an organization that was started to eliminate your race. It's horrible. And how dare people stand behind it? But the sad thing is, is the Moloch worship that's going on in churches that people have no idea about. The Moloch worship that maybe each one of us have been guilty of at times. And you might be wondering, how, how is this possible? I've never had an abortion. But let me ask you a question. How much of your children's precious lives growing up is being sacrificed to your desires, your technology, the things that you're involved in? Have we sacrificed our children to the technology of this world? Have we sacrificed the children to our work? Folks, I've been guilty of this. My work actually taking up too much time, and I repent, Lord, forgive me. But how much have we sacrificed our own children for our personal prosperity by letting them grow up with no parent parental involvement, no guidance, no love, no actual concern as we continue to watch our Facebook, play our games, be on our phones, and our killed children are dying to the sacrificial system of Moloch in the Christian so-called believers' homes? Is it possible that you and I have sacrificed unto Moloch. Yeah, maybe it's not advertently. Maybe for some it is. But we need to wake up. Our children are precious. And this stupid phone and idiotic things that we spend so much time on, it is not worth it. When you can't even drive down the road without having to watch people walking across the street because their heads are so buried in their technology, you, you know, you got, you got in danger of hitting somebody. What is going on in the United States of America? What's going on? God forbids us to stay away from this Moloch worship, and yet we practice it anyway. The United States of America has embraced. Now, I know that President Trump is trying to help with some abortion things, and there are a few, and I'm thankful for any help that happens. Trust me. But our government has now completely succumbed to the most vile and disgusting forms of sacrifice to the human life. God is reigning in many of the believers in the remnant's heart, but he's not reigning in many of the churches in the United States because too many people are letting these sins go, and too many people are not willing to say a single thing about it, yet they remain silent while babies are being killed.
They remain silent while people are living in open adultery in the church. Now, I understand if somebody comes into a church, they've never been there before, I got that. But when you are inviting them to embrace them in your fellowship, yet you never, ever talk about the things that the Word of God says. Some people are coming to church living in these things, and they don't even know that there's wrong because the pastor doesn't even talk about it. He's more concerned about his paycheck and about the tithe coming in than the truth of God being proclaimed in his churches. This country will be judged for it. We have passed the tipping point now. I can see clearly why our sins have filled up the cup of iniquity. America, you better repent because you, the blood of these babies is crying out. It's gross. It's disgusting. And what do we ever do about it except remain sh- mouth shut many times? Now, I'm not saying you need to go out and be violent. I would never promote that kind of stuff. But we need to let our mouths and our things, uh, whatever we do, however we get out there, be known that we do not support these things, that life is precious and death is destructive. What are we going to do about it? Brother Dimitri warned about these things. God said things were going to be, be destroyed in one hour, and we turn over and we find it right in the very word of God. You know, if, even in the Old Testament, if a man was to strike a woman that was pregnant in her fruit, it talks about passes from her, he was guilty of murder. Yes. Yes, it's not a good thing. God does not believe in abortion. He never has and he never will. Yet we continue to proclaim it. The sad truth is, in 2011, the total at that time, and that doesn't even count for all the untalked about or the unmarked abortions, there were nearly 53 million legal abortions occurred in the U.S. If you do the statistics of what we are up to now, it's about almost 60 million babies have been killed in the united states we talk about slavery was horrible talk about the holocaust was horrible but look how many children have died in the holocaust of the sacrifice to moloch i'm so sick of hearing what happened to all these other things i don't like slavery i didn't like these things I didn't like the Holocaust. It was all wrong. But what's happening to these babies is absolutely diabolical. 60 million legal, known abortions have been committed. What is the actual real number? What are we going to do about it? I'll tell you the first thing we need to do about it. Stop sacrificing our family time to Moloch. Stop sacrificing others that we are trying and needing to actually mentor and disciple to Moloch. Stop sacrificing all these things to the God of prosperity and begin to take time out. It's time that we worship God once again. This country will pay for what it's done. This country is the most disgusting place in the world if you look at the things we have now legalized uh, coupled with the children that we have now killed 
Who has rivaled us in modern times? Who has rivaled us with open homosexual marriage? With all these different disgusting things, and now with the abortion law that says, I don't care if the baby's coming, we've made it legal now. What are we going to do about it? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stop partaking in this stuff, and let's get right with God. Folks, this is a wake-up call tonight. This is a wake-up call to re-examine ourselves and say, am I guilty of this Moloch worship in my life? Am I guilty of the things that I am now yelling against in my own life? Am I pointing a finger at others with, with you know, three other fingers pointed back at me? Because hypocrisy is something we cannot deal with in these last days. We need to look at our own selves and repent. Folks, I believe abortion is something we must talk about because too many women out there have had abortions and they need to know that God can forgive them. If you don't talk about it in church, then the ladies that are sitting there having it, they have this guilty feeling. Folks, do you understand that the suicide, people that have abortions commit suicide often from it. It's horrible what happens. They carry around a guilt for their whole lives. That was supposed to help them actually ends up harming them. We got to free them from that by showing them the forgiveness and the love of our Savior. But if we don't talk about it, how are you going to get healing? If we don't talk about homosexuality in the church and its vile practices and deal with the problem that many, most, a, a huge majority, look at the research, have, were actually molested growing up. And all the freedoms that you give them, all of the stuff that will never heal what's in their heart, and that's the brokenness of the abuse they had as children. If we don't talk about it, you'll never find healing, and therefore there's nothing that will ever appease because the heart is still broken within. We must deal with these subjects because there's coming a day very soon that this country will pay a dear price. You can't sacrifice 60 million children and think that you're going to get away with it. If the blood of Abel crying out to God, then the blood on this ground must be screaming because it's soaked from one side of this country to the other. God help us if we don't repent. The Lord's coming soon. Folks, I can't tell you but so much that whatever it is today from this point forward that's stopping you, that's hindering you. Listen, if you're on Facebook and it's a problem, stop it. Get away. If you're on YouTube too much and that's all you watch is videos, stop it and get away. If you're doing things that are too much that are taking away from your time with God, then stop it and get away. You need to spend alone time with the Lord. Folks, I don't care how many great programs are out there. We've got to have time with God. We're now at a tipping point. The dimes of Lot are now upon us. The nation that has lived this place, this city, this great mystery Babylon that's lived so deliciously, what are you going to do about it? We need to make changes and make them now. Folks, We've got a little bit of time left. The Bible commands us as believers to go ye out into all the world 
it's time we begin to preach the everlasting gospel. You talk about the Lord returning. Talk about Jesus coming again. And you sit around, and if you don't do anything, then my, my question is, what are you doing in the army of the Lord? I don't care if you can't walk, you can pray. I don't care if you're too old to get out, you can pray. I know many are afraid sometimes to say something, but I found the most amazing experiences when I stepped up with courage at a time when I was afraid God opened many doors. I never thought that I could go do mission works in the mountains of Africa. I never thought that was me until I took a step of faith and I went out. And I'll go over there with a group of people, and you know what? I'll leave them and go out with just local myself, and we'll be up in the mountains going around. You know what? God takes care of us. And I see many amazing things happen, but that wasn't me growing up. But I took courage, and God gave me the strength to do that, which I was not able to do. My sister has been in prison. We both did all the bad stuff growing up. She even outdid me. And many people know my story know that I was a horrible, horrible person. But just recently when I got that letter from her, and then I finally got to talk to her on the phone, that she's starting to really, really, concern herself and her life when it comes to her relationship with God. We're talking about a woman who has done been in the Ku Klux Klan. She's lived with the skinheads. She's been in the she lived at the warehouse in Birmingham, Alabama. They've been a part of things that were horrible. You wouldn't even believe. To most of this world she looks unsavable. But I know God's gonna save her. I know that in these dark hours, God is going to save many of those who the world has shut down and turned off. And in the midst of this, all this death that's going on, God's going to bring life. But if you don't get out there and take a chance on somebody, how's God ever going to reach him? The majority of people come to the Lord through somebody else, introducing Jesus. Won't you do that? Won't you take these last few minutes and share Jesus with somebody? Folks, I'm not talking about... I, listen, I believe the Lord's coming still a little bit down, because there's a prophecy it has got to happen. But I think the destruction of America is coming soon, before the Lord returns. I don't want to get into a theological debate with you. The facts are on my side right now. We have entered in to a time and a period of sin like none other. Won't you do something about it tonight? How about we save a soul for everyone that's been lost? How about we stop someone that we could have reached from entering to eternity without the Lord? There's only two options. The other one is not good. It's hot down there. 
I don't know what it is that's holding so many people back. So many people are so concerned with so much stuff. What is it that keeps us back? If you take an honest inspection, look at everything in your life that is stopping you from having a relationship with the Lord. Get rid of that stuff. Put it aside. And let Jesus reign supreme again. God has a work for the remnant in these last hours. It's time we wake up. This is Brother Frank with the Remnant Call saying to everybody, good night and shalom. Trumpet in Zion, down in on the mountain, the trumpet in Zion.